What is up, everybody? This is Logan Hughes, and I want to welcome you to another episode of the Get a Job podcast. Now, this next guest that we have on is the wonderful Carrie Rogers, and we just started working together on some marketing stuff, but I wanted to have her on because she has a really great story. She's been a lifelong entrepreneur, so we get into a, a really good conversation around mindset and really sort of the things that she had to get through in order to take her business from what was a sort of side hustle to a full-time job. So Carrie is a native of Northern Virginia. She discovered her love of painting while living in Washington, D.C. in the early 1990s. She was trained by a top full finishing company and has worked on high-profile residential and commercial projects and even exhibits in the Smithsonian Institution, which is wild. She earned a degree in anthropology with a concentration in historical archaeology, and her love for history, architecture, and design deeply informs her work to this day. Carrie started her business as a single hands-on painter, a passion for quality and doing things right, has transformed a one-woman team into one of the leading painting companies in the Seacoast area of New Hampshire and Metro Boston area. She now oversees all consults, uh, estimates, and project managers, ensuring care of painting crews deliver the best in-class service to customers. So without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with Carrie Rogers. You, you are now listening to the Get a, Get a, Get a Job Podcast. podcast Your host, Logan Hughes. Tune in, my learn side, learn Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Get a Job podcast. And I'm here with one of someone that I, I met fairly recently. We're just starting to work together, but she has just a really great story and she runs a very successful business. So immediately I wanted to get her on. And that is the amazing Carrie. Good. Rogers. How, are Carrie you? how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you very much. Um, excited to have you on here. You know, I, a little bit for selfish reasons, a little bit, because I'm not too sure about uh, the history and everything that you've gone through to get to the point where you are now. So I guess for selfish reasons, I, I kind of want to dive into that. So let's just go ahead and really start from the beginning here. Um, you know, if you had any previous jobs, you know, nine to fives, things that didn't quite pan out and you were like, hey, I, I need to start my own business. Like, how did that happen? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I... Um... I started this business about eight or nine years ago. My kids were pretty little. Um, I want to say they were like five and seven. And um, I had been a stay-at-home mom. I went through a divorce and had to figure out how to be with my kids as much as possible and make a living. So I started doing little jobs myself. And uh, I had been painting kind of my whole life. I I worked in my 20s um, from DC um, for a faux finishing company. So I knew how to paint, um, but I just, I didn't want to have to have an office job that would keep me away from my kids. So um, yeah, what started as just me, 
um, I, I began asking like other kids' moms who were home, you know, hey, do you want to come help me with a job? And, you know, it was, it was crazy. It was, I can't even believe we pulled off the stuff we did, honestly. Um, and I didn't know anything about running a business, nothing. Um, I never considered myself, um, you know, very highly executive functioning person. I'm very much a creative. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so um, it, I've really just been learning trial by fire since the beginning. And um, I started looking into, um, a, starting a serious painting business probably a year or two in and trying to get systems and stability. Um, and I found a course online called Painting Business Pro. And that was basically, you know, you pay a couple hundred bucks and, and this guy gives you videos for, you know, how to deal with this and how to deal with that. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, really anything I could find to just learn whatever I could. To, to solve problems I was having um, and to create stability. Um, so that helped a lot. And I took from that what made sense for me and kind of used it as a structure for my business, which uses subcontractors to do all of my painting. So, um, you know, I went from me to me and a few moms to hiring subcontracting companies to do my painting jobs for me. And um, so with that, that's what I've been doing ever since. So at this point, uh, I am running the company, turn off my phone, um, and I have a production manager who handles all of the crews, um, and which frees me up to, you know, to work on everything else. So, and obviously some of sure. that is with you, with marketing and figuring out what you guys can do for me, um, clean up, you know, my website, you know, just, just things that need to be done and also just stay current with social media and all that. Um, that's a huge learning curve, but obviously we all have to learn it and we all have to do it, whether we farm it out to somebody or learn it ourselves. So, um, uh, my production manager is younger than me and very adept at um, social media. So she does all of my Instagram posts and all that. And she's doing a great job. Um, yeah, so just not doing things that I know I'm not good at or don't like to do, finding somebody else to do it. And, and just my time is better spent doing the stuff I, I'm good at and I like to do, um, and so which is primarily estimates and sales right now. So I do all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. And you, you added a, there's a bunch of little things in there that make a lot of sense. What was the shift you talked about maybe year or two years into the business where you were like, I, I, I really want to make this something. What was, what was that, that sticking point that got you to that yeah. where you're like, I want to turn this from maybe like, you know, a side job, hustling type of thing into yeah. a full-blown business well i think for thing? one thing i'm just like a very driven person um and it i realized that i liked it a lot and i also um wanted to solve all the problems i was having and and, and really create something mm -hmm. um it, it became kind of like um 
it became its own animal, you know, it, it had its own, you know, kind of, I don't know, just it, it, it wasn't just an extension of me anymore. It was like my business and it started to have a reputation yeah. of its own. And, you know, it was just incredible to see that happen through, you know, just like a lot of hard work and, um, you know, and, and so I think I would never want to give that up. I would never want to go work for somebody else. Um, and then as you, as you get older too, you start to think, you know, I don't have a 401k, you know, um, I need to get yeah. this built into something that will, I can retire on. Um, so yeah, that's, I'm really focusing on that now working with a financial advisor and a, a business, um, person, a, a person that's helping me create all of the uh, roles and systems within my business. She's helping me get everything official and to the point where I could either franchise this or sell it one day. Um, so that's kind of my thinking is always, you know, how could I get, make, get the most out of this, you know? So, um, yeah, so that's kind of, I think what, you know, you start to, to realize, you know, I can't, I don't want to paint anymore. I don't want to haul ladders. I'm that. And yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to do that. I don't want to be someone who's 50 or 60 yeah. and having to mm -hmm. then change my business, you know, into something that's sustainable mm -hmm. through other people painting for me and me just running the company. So I knew I had to get, it's, yeah. it's a long process. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much I can so much I can relate to that because uh, you know I, I'm a creative person myself. Mm -hmm. Graduated graphic design. No clue about any type of business yeah. acumen or anything along the along the lines of that. So starting off as a side hustle and, and working into a point, and it's a very exciting transition when you go like there's something here that I could run full time and have a life and support our family and so forth. It's, it is. I, really uh, a really fun stressful but you know really good transition in, into yeah. that component of business what made you get into the the painting and and everything in the first place was that just something you fell into you noticed that was like you talked about this yeah. creative part of you that want to do that is is there well, some yeah backstory about um, that, so or? i was always into art um and when i was in my early 20s um I worked my way through college painting with a bunch of like 60 year old guy painters riding around in the truck with them. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, um, but, oh, I love moving. I love, I just love painting. I think I, you know, I, I'm not an office person at all. And, uh, it makes mm -hmm. perfect sense to me to, to pick up a paintbrush. Um, you know, so, mm -hmm. Uh, so I did it to make money and also because it was like the one thing I felt like I could do well. And um, mm -hmm. and then during college, um, I met an interior designer and uh, I, sorry, I'd been doing faux finishing in DC um, for several years as well. And when, once you learn how to faux finish, it's a very specialized skill set. Um, so, and it's very high end. So um, I met an interior designer when I was in college and he started using me for all of his painting. So I was doing 
faux finishing and painting for him. And I was actually hiring people to help me then if I had like a big, bigger project. So it's like something that I just gravitate towards for some reason. You know how you look over your life and you're like, what do I keep going back to? You know? Yeah. Um, and I like to be, um, you know, in charge of my own destiny. Like I, it feels way better mm -hmm. to me to have complete control over, you know, how problems are solved. And, um, you know, I, I like being in charge. Uh, yeah. 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 What was, so it sounded like from a somewhat of an early age, you kind of already had that entrepreneurial 100%. spirit, right? Like, yeah. What was, so was that family members or is just, you just came across it? Cause I, I know like, for, for me, looking back at, at it now, like I've had plenty of mm -hmm. nine to five jobs and some of them I, I kind of liked, um, but there was never really something that I was like, this is what I want to do. And it wasn't until now of wow. running my own business that I understand that my path kind of set me this way for for a reason. But you you seem like you kind of figured that out at, a, at an early yeah. age. Was there something? No, uh, I think um, I'm naturally terrible at following rules and staying in the lines. You know, like I never <laughs> even as a kid, um, just kind of clueless about um, mm -hmm. y there are always too many ideas, you know, for me to just do one kind of job or, you know, um, so yeah, I've always figured out ways to have a creative kind of a job. Um, I actually had a horse farm, I grew up with horses, but um, wow. ran a horse farm, but that was, you know, a, a business that I ran, it was a boarding stable. Um, and that's, you know, me making my own life, you know. Um, so did that for a while down in Virginia, and then moved up here with family up to New Hampshire. My family sort sort of migrated up, and uh, so this is just what made perfect sense to me. Um, I didn't know what this would turn into at all. I was just trying to survive when I started, and be able to pick up my kids after school. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's the only thing that made any sense for me. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I mean, I don't really. Yeah, that's I think honestly, that's really the first time I, I've heard that that story from someone in the sense that, you know, you typically when I talk to entrepreneurs, they've have plenty of just different just side jobs here and there and working for someone else or for another business. And it just never really pans out and kind of fall in. But you, you knew right off the bat that this was working for yourself, mm -hmm. sort of having that freedom, you know, to do what you want to do when you want to do it type of deal. And of course, you know, the big component of, of being yeah. able to spend time with your, your kids. Yeah. And that is ultimately a huge thing. Um, yeah, let's, I mean, the, you mentioned something about being able to use your creativity, right? Uh, in a, in a day to day or, or a business fashion. And I, I, I talk about this a lot because I, a lot of people that I know have nine to five jobs and they get kind of bogged down and you know could eventually become oppressed. But I talked a little bit about being able to keep up with your creative uh, ambition, whether that's you know music or you know any type of art, painting. You know if you're if you love doing math, doing math problems, that type of thing. But talk, you know that that creative outlet. So you were able to sort of mesh both with 
um, using your creative uh, skills in terms of, you know, the, the painting part of this yeah. and forming a business. Is yeah, that, definitely. Is um, I, um, the, the creative part to me now is the business, running the business. You probably feel the yeah. same way. Yeah. It's all, I, I just solve problems all day. I try to figure out, you know, how to handle something, you know, you're putting up fires, you're trying to figure out new systems that'll work better. And so that oddly is now the creative part of my life, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's every day I wake up and I don't know what's gonna happen. No one's telling me what to do. Yeah. No one's saying, hey, do it this way. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just constantly learning. Um, I'm in a, a CEO development, course right now too with other entrepreneurs um and yeah we we meet monthly and um uh it's incredible to be able to meet with with them all on zoom and we all have the same issues i don't whatever their industry is everyone deals with the same stuff you know and so it you know it's 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 a huge relief to to find out that you're not the only one screwing something up or doing something wrong or having a problem that you think you shouldn't be having, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I think I got off track. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it's, it's, that's, no, that, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. And that, that support system is, man, I, I found that out a little bit later into this whole thing that having that sort of support system uh, is just absolutely key. And Keeps everyone talks about it, you know, yeah for sure and 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 again there's there is something to hearing yeah. from other people and in other businesses that are dealing yeah. with very I have a, uh, just issues. to just uh, uh, make a comment on that um other competing painting companies in the area I always love to meet anyone who's you know working for them mm. and um I become good friends with this woman that works for a major competitor of mine and it, they're also right in the next town over and we get together like once a month and we just share stories and ideas. And, um, wow. it, even though we're, we're competitors, like we want the best, you know, for each other, but we learn so much from each other, but we, we also just had that camaraderie of going, are you kidding me? That happened to me mm -hmm. too. You know, here's what I did, or just being able to vent about something that somebody, you know, somebody knows exactly what you're going through. You know, not not a lot of people own painting companies. I don't have a ton of of peers, you know, in this. So it's really important. It's been really important for me to meet other people who do what I do. Yeah. That's really cool about the meeting with a competitor. You know, it's, um, I, 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 yeah, when we think about competition, it's right, like, you know, how can we get the edge over them? But, you know, it's, I think it plays into a bigger part too of like one, like you said, wanting the best for yeah. everyone else. Well, we're, best we're for the community. talking with and, her you know. has helped me to identify what not to do. So I've been able to use her mm. experience and go. That's... They essentially have my same business model, but I have changed mine to so that I don't have the problems she has. It's amazing. So they have one, yeah. one production manager <laughs> handling 13 crews 
and I will only allow a production manager to handle four ever. So that, you know, that's a huge, pro you know, it's a huge problem if, if you have somebody handling way more work than they can. So ta sure. in talking to her and hearing her horror stories, you know, I was able to, you know, see that, oh my God, like this is such an easy thing to avoid, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's mass, massively yeah. it's like Make some of your budget <laughs> I mean, about that. That's going to be customer service. Don't, you know? <laughs> so I think a lot of their budget goes to sales. And so they have, have a lot of jobs coming in, but then they're not handled well, you know? So I look yeah. at that and I'm like, yeah. easy, yeah. you know, I'll put more investment <laughs> yeah. into so, production management. Yeah. Yep. Ab absolutely. No. And that, that, that kind of leads into a little bit of my, my next question here. And that was, or is, um, when you, the first year or so, it, it sounded like things were going well and then year two, you know, things were starting to kind of take off in that aspect. What were you doing at that time to get the word out about yourself or oh, your business? I guess. Absolutely. So sense. I was buying yeah. leads um, using Thumbtack okay. and Home Advisor. Um, so <laughs> if like getting into this in industry um, and you don't have any reviews you don't have repeat business um referrals so that was really key for me to to develop a client base so i i paid for leads for several years and actually i stopped paying for leads last year and i switched to marketing um on facebook and instagram uh, i hired a company in tennessee and they did that for a while. They got hacked and I had to leave them. And I, that came to you obviously. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But um, yeah, I, so, so getting proactive about um, marketing it is sort of, this is newish to me. I think since maybe last summer, I started really with uh, serious advertising. Um, but before that really it was, mm -hmm. it was buying leads um mm -hmm. yeah so they're they're all but they ha i think there has to be a testament to maybe your customer service and obviously the you know the um how well the jobs yeah. are right so like you know anyone like anyone getting started can can buy leads right but when it comes down to meeting the people and you know obviously yeah. serving them well um there has to be that sort of like i was mentioned that before customer service component of that was that so it, when you were starting up what was if you can what was the, like the biggest thing that you were focusing on obviously making money getting leads and so forth but was there something deeper inside the business that you were putting uh, the a lot of emphasis business on? has always reflected um, me um and i uh quality and customer service are really important to me and i don't compromise on that ever like I just never could, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. And so I think I gained a really good reputation from the beginning. I, I was never just, um, you know, I needed to make money obviously, but I also felt, wanted to feel really good about what I was doing. Um, so yeah, I think that comes through, you know, it comes through with when I meet new customers, 
face to face. I'm very much interested in helping them solve a problem that they're having, you know, and that's, it could be what color or, you know, what, what should I do here? What should I do there? Or, Hey, um, you know, can, can we work this out so that I can get half of it done this year and have, you know, just, just really being empathetic and understanding where people are coming from and why and trying to help them solve their problem. You know, I really enjoy that. So, you know, and I think that's always come through, you know, I'm not a salesy type of person. Um, I keep it very real. Um, I also don't lower my prices generally. I know how much we're worth. Um, that's something that, yeah, in the beginning it can be, you know, you, you do some compromising and, um, you feel like you have to, you know, so often just to get by. Um, but it's nice to be at the point where I can, uh, just know, I know what, what we're worth and I know what my overhead is. And I, you know, so, so not compromising on pricing, I think also adds a legitimacy and trust um, because if I'm wheeling and dealing, I think it, it makes you seem like you're not very stable, you know? Um, yeah. so it's like, I, I, uh, somebody said, I'd rather get one job for X amount of money than do three jobs for the same amount of money. So pick and choose, you know, pick and choose the jobs you want to do and, yeah. you know, make sure that they're yeah. going to serve your business well. Also, whether it's a client that, you know, is going to be an issue or, you know, just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Being mm -hmm. very clear in, in who and what you want to be able to service in your business is it. Cause you know, there's been, I've done so many things within marketing that with a couple months in, I'm like, I don't want, I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. Right. So like you learn pretty quickly in that sense. Um, and you it also, you know, empathy, empathetic, you know, empathy marketing is, you know, another thing too, like just doing everything for the right reason. It's funny to bring that up because the other interviews I've had every single time that awesome. has been brought up, you know, it's that serving first and, you know, just, just being a, a kind yeah. human being to others and sort of, you know, um, pay you back. In when you were transitioning to going from yeah I don't know the side hustle but into you know more yeah. of a foundational type of, of your business what was the biggest like sticking point that you had at that time I mean you mentioned systems and maybe some operational stuff um, what was what was the one thing that you were finding out that was a bit tricky to get a hold of or um, uh, well it's kind out? of you know definitely specific to my business but getting painters that were reliable, who had their life together, who would show up, who would do a good job consistently. That is, that is the hardest part of my job. It's the hardest part. It always has been. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so what I ended up doing was I began curating who I use. So I curate, I, I, Find who are, who are who are the good people because usually I can get crews of painters because they're all in a community. Like my painters are all Brazilian, and they live in a community. Mm -hmm. So often, like they'll have, their friend runs a painting crew, and I'll try them out. Often I'll try them at my own house and see if how they do. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And 
um, anyways, but so over the years, um, I've created relationships with the crews that are good people who are reliable and I pay them well and I avoid a lot of problems that way. Um, you know, I know their kids, I know their wives, um, you know, and I bring them pizza on Friday and, you know, just, I want it to be a really nice place to work. And, and so this is another way that I've learned from my competitor, you know, <clears throat> mm, yeah, um, wow. to create loyalty with, with good, good mm -hmm. painters. So, uh, yeah. So I think, you know, my reviews have been amazing over the years. And I think a big part of it is just being so vigilant about the, the service that I deliver to somebody, you know, am I responsive? You know, can they get me at any time? Um, if something goes wrong, will me, the owner show up? Of course I show up, you know? Uh, yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, one of my painters truck broke down this morning and so first thing in the morning, I'm running a U-Haul to go and pick up supplies. Oh. Yeah. But it's like that. <laughs> it's just solving problems. And you, you have to be, yeah. I think you have to like that. You have to, um, it's incredibly overwhelming if you don't welcome problems and just don't mm -hmm. obsess on the fact that you have a problem. Just say, it's not what the problem is. It's how we solve it. So, so everything that happens, me and my production manager and the painters say, it's not what happened. It's how we solve it. And it's how we show the customer that we're solving it. That's what customers want to see because they know things can go wrong, but it's like, what are we doing about it? You know? Yeah. Well, that's, that's very, very, mm -hmm. very important. Um, you know, we, we all have problems within business day to day, family, life, relationships, you name it. It's sort of how you deal yeah. with it in that instance that sort of re reflects what your business is, is or just whatever is yeah, truly I think you about, learned right? To, um, go yeah, ahead. I'm so sorry, hard. Logan. Uh, I think, no, 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 you know, ahead. you go learn ahead. either, either you get completely demoralized and bl your business blows up or you say, I, I'm not going to add a problem on top of a problem by getting upset about it. I mean, obviously we all have a minute, you know, where we're like, ah, but you know, then you just go, <laughs> what do I need to do to get this solved? Um, and, and it, it's the only way that psychologically I could handle being in this business because so many things happen all the time, you know, that you don't know it's coming. Yeah. Um, you know, so, um, yeah, I think just having a good attitude and definitely staying positive around the, your, your people and your teams and, and staying really focused, helping them focus on problem solving and not, uh, feeding into self pity or anything like that. You know, I'm very empathetic, but I also don't let that kind of mindset take over, you know? Yeah. Sounds, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so funny because it's just, it's just so re relatable, um, to just, uh, everything, everything that I've, I've read and, and sort of had experiencing in, in terms of the mindset component of this is, you know, being able to quickly shift from negative to positive, you know, quick, quickly, right? Like, you know, obviously we're human, we're going to be in, in the midst of some stuff that's not going to be very, uh, very nice or happy, but 
you know, it's it's having that sort of outside mentality of looking at the bigger being picture a parent, of things and then being, getting being a parent, What's that? I think, is the the best training you can get for how to, how to just <laughs> stop and calm down and solve problems and move forward and, you know, be, be yes. a leader, a positive yeah. leader, you know, for sure, being a parent, mm -hmm. um, you've been through so much mentally. You know, I don't know if you have kids or not, but um, I do. Yeah, we have a. a oh yeah, a yeah, you're in the two tomorrow, of it. actually. Yeah. yeah, the amount of the amount <laughs> of patience yeah. that you don't even you you didn't know you had before you had a kid, you know, is just it's incredible. You just go, wow, I was a I'm made of way more than I thought I was. The things that used to upset yeah. me are just embarrassing. You know, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, that's that's very it's very very true. Um, did you were you? It the mindset thing is always really fascinating to me. Um, you know, I've I've read pretty much every major book around mindset you could possibly name. Um, did you have? Were you with the mindset thing? Is again, is it just something that you just inevitably this is how you feel and you want that to be reflected on, on others, or were you? reading books was it anything of that type of component or you just sort of like no i did i read is? a book and i don't want to do a plug for for a book at all um yeah. but i did yeah. read a book about um mindfulness and staying in the present mm -hmm. and i think it really changed my life um yeah i think i read it maybe 13 14 15 years ago something like that i think yeah mm -hmm. and um yeah, and it, it just made so much sense to me that um, just not adding problems to problems, you know, and and mm -hmm. living in the moment and figuring out what to do. Um, yeah, it just really clicked. You know, I think that's been with me, you know, as a parent and as a business owner in every other capacity in my life, even the line at the grocery store, anywhere in traffic. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah. um, generally, you know, I think that that's kind of just my go to mindset. Um, you know, sometimes I get upset, but I, I know that it's not um, not to sound like a robot, but it's not uh, efficient to get upset about things that you can solve. You know, it, it's just a it's a mm -hmm. waste of energy and um so as much as I can do that, you know, I, I feel like that's just become kind of my uh, natural way of handling things. I, I don't think I could make it mentally yeah. in this business if I didn't. I You have to be Zen. You have to be a certain amount Zen yeah. or you're just going to go insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's 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 huge, 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 huge. Um, you know, same thing, too. You know, I practicing meditation for for a while now and and it's just once you sort of develop that skill set it really does it can change your your life Completely. and just the day-to-day -day average you know uh things that have you know like having to wash the dishes you know stupid little things of like they don't want to do you yeah. kind of push through and get it done you realize there's there's bigger problems um amidst to to everything um no, that that's really that's really wonderful. So the re, the recruiting <clears throat> part of this, you, you 
going into the recruiting and, and keeping um, um, employees for the long term, you've been able to just show them, you know, loyalty and, you know, it almost kind of sounds like you're you're almost like becoming like yeah. a family member. To I think, at, at um, point, right? you know, seeing what I was talking about, my competitor, um, the issues that they have um, and, and seeing just the misery of of their job sites a lot of times, really unhappy painters and, you know, really it's they operate more like, you know, it's a franchise, but they operate much more like. Uh, you know, they're, these guys are a, a cog and a machine. And um, so definitely uh, it makes no sense for me. It's not my personality to do that. Um, it would be hard for me to do that. So curating these teams that are loyal to me, I'm loyal to them. They do a good job. Um, I, I want them to have a good life. You know, I want them to have make enough money and I want them to feel valued. And, um, you know, that means so much to me, you know, and when I, when they tell me that, mm -hmm. you know, it, it just means the world to me, you know, a lot of these people haven't had an easy life. Sure. Um, and they're trying mm -hmm. to raise little kids and, you know, it's a hard job painting. Yeah. Oh, so, um, yeah. yeah, I, I yeah, show yeah. them what I, I tell them all the time, you know, how value, how valued they are. And so they're very loyal, mm -hmm. you know, and then they tell their friend, you got to come work for Carrie. You know, it's not like working for one of these big companies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so great. I mean, you know, we've, we've all, I mean, we've all been in businesses and other jobs where, you might like the job so much, but there's always, you know, there yeah. might be a boss or someone, you know, a manager that you just, it just yeah. sucks the life out of. Yeah, it ruins the whole thing. Business. Yeah. So, yeah. And, it, and, it, and, it, and Gary V talked about this too, you know, it's from the, the top down, right? You know, if you're sort of the owner, right? You know, you know, you don't have employees working for you. You're working mm -hmm. for basically for them, right? You want to make sure that they're staying long term, their loyalty's there. And it's just, um, everyone is feeling good because you're obviously going to get the production value. People are going to stay longer. And it's a win-win. Like, I mean, it's a win-win so, for everyone. Yeah. You know, th this isn't like a temporary thing. This is our lives. And if they go home feeling bad, you know, ab about their job, I mean, that affects everything. So if I'm, cur I'm curating teams yes. of good people, you know, they've earned the right to go home and feel really proud of, what they did that day and proud of their relationship with me. Um, and you know, that it affects every other aspect of their life, you know? And so for me to run a really positive, you know, business that where everyone feels good about it, it just, it bleeds into all parts of my life and my kids see it too. They, they, they've watched me do this. They're 16 and 14 now. And um, you know, they've watched me do this, but they've watched me do it with a ton of compassion you know, um, mm -hmm. so that's really important to me that, you know, how, how I, yeah. uh, you know, what am I teaching my kids, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Being just fulfilled in your, in your business, your job, your relationship, yeah. your life. I mean, having that yeah. fulfillment part of this is, 
literally the most important thing. It doesn't matter what you yeah. do, if that whatever that thing is, if you're feeling fulfilled, it's for sure, yeah. it can absolutely affect it does. everything. That's once being you an entrepreneur. It's you have a choice. Um, you know, it's your job to create the culture of your company. And um, so it's your choice how you want to do it. Um, and so, yeah. you know, I this is very much my personality. It's the only thing that makes any sense. Um, you know, I couldn't run it any other way, really. Uh, you know, I'm always learning, but I'm always I'm just me. And, you know, uh, I want to feel good about the work. You know, I want to feel like not stressed, sure. you know, not have people mad mm -hmm. at me and, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm very much the same way. If someone, if any of my clients or anything is wrong, it's like yes. an immediate fire that I, I have to put out because I can't feel that feeling that any of my clients Your are. Your response is amazing. Happy. Obviously, this You're issue so is a problem. responsive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I appreciate that. But yeah, it's, I think we're on the same same line in terms of that extent. Like, we just don't want yeah. uh, you know anyone to be feeling bad about certainly our, our product and the service. Um, well, listen, this has been, you know, a really great discussion. I, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure we could continue this conversation yeah. for another hour and a half. So um, I, I do, I, I do kind of ask all my uh, guests to think about and maybe talk a little bit about what is one piece of advice that you could give others, other entrepreneurs or people who are maybe hitting on the fence or just things that you've seen in in business uh, so far. What is you know what is that one big piece of advice that you could give someone, maybe looking to take a leap into starting their own business or? or um, that's a tough one. Thanks, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to think on it for fifteen minutes. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> um, couldn't you just ask me my favorite color or something like that? Okay. Well, so, yeah, that's your favorite. No, I, you know, I, I don't know. I've, I've had my own particular journey. Um, I, you know, I, I think constantly learn, constantly be learning. Mm -hmm. um, if you ever think you're done learning, you're, you know, you're in trouble, you know? Yeah, you're done. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, keep a really open mind about problem solving. Um, surround yourself with positive, good people. Um, get rid of bad people when soon as you know it. Um, yeah, yeah, that that's something I think everyone's going to go through it, you know, uh, making some bad hires. Um, uh, you know, be pragmatic when you need to and um, yeah, so I don't know. That's the best I can do. And uh... no, that's that perfect. And again, it's 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 really it's funny because every everyone that I, I've talked to so right? far is saying the same thing. You know, op open keep uh, open mindset. Just do things with compassion and, and love for others, and um, all, all that good stuff. So, uh, Carrie, listen, I I appreciate uh, your time here. Um, where can everyone find you? Uh, uh, my online? website is. Uh, krpaintingnh.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, uh, krpaintingnh. Um, so yeah, anybody can find me there. Send me a message, check out our work. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great. 
Yeah, right. and all the links will be in the show notes as well, so right. everyone uh, can find it there. So, Carrie, thank you so much again for your time, and it's been I great. will talk Thanks, to you Logan. soon. Thank you so much. My nurse, my nurse.